you've got an interpersonal relationships? No, but aren't you a psychologist? <laughs> well, nearly, but then I gave that up to record this podcast. Hi, I'm Mayo. And I'm Louie, and we're the hosts of Interpersonal Perspectives, Perspectives Pod. Pod. Right, so, hello everybody. This is our first ever podcast. I'm Lily speaking, and I have Mayo here with me. Hey. Um, we're just gonna <laughs> We're just gonna talk about basically this week is this episode is just gonna be who we are and what this podcast is about. So let's get right into it, Maya. We're going to go straight into our icks of the week. Now, this ick doesn't have to necessarily be about a person. It can just be a circumstance that happened to us. But I feel like it's mostly going to be about people that have annoyed us. <laughs> we're going to get our complaints out. There you go first. Right. I've had this ready for a long time. <laughs> so <laughs> my ick of the week is watching someone take a Snapchat. I find that so <laughs> cringe. Having to watch someone like hold their phone up to their face and like do the stupid little face, like the tongue out and stuff, and then like watch them typing like a funny little caption. And their face while they're typing <laughs> yeah. is like so smug. Like they look so impressed with themselves. I know everyone does it. I do it. It can't be avoided. We all do it. Let's just try not to do it in public. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I saw someone like fully pose. Like they were like out of bench and they put their table, I mean not the table, their foot on the bench and then their like arm on the thing and like fully like, yeah. it was really weird. Anyway. Cringe, cringe, cringe. Yeah. Well, my ick of the week actually isn't related to a person and I'm debating as to whether this is actually an ick, but I'm going to say it anyway. I was... I was just sitting at a table at uni with my little friend Green Bottle and I see this little teeny spider scurry across the table. Ew, ew, ew. It was teeny, like an ant size, but it was white. And I was like, <sighs> I'm just going to ignore it, keep doing my uni work, whatever. Forget about it. Go to grab my friend Green Bottle and I like notice that there's something on the straw, but no, don't actually no. click at all. And I go to, to drink it and then I feel something on my tongue and then I realise that I've just put the <gasps> spider in my mouth. <laughs> and I fully saw it when I picked the drink bottle up, but I just didn't click that lick. So you swallowed it? Well, they spat it out. Okay. I put it on, on my tongue and I felt it on my tongue and then I spat it out. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty gross. So disgusting. Yeah. Oh my god, I just, I just spat it up. That's kind of like an intimidation tactic to be like, yeah. start the conversation. Yeah. Because <laughs> who's talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so next up, as a way to get to know us a little bit, considering this podcast is about interpersonal relationships, mm-hmm, we thought mm-hmm. that we would talk about individually our top three relationship ideologies that help us navigate, maintain, mm-hmm. and just all in all have healthy relationships with the people around us. Um, so yeah, we'll take it in turn saying our top three. We actually haven't revealed. Yes. <laughs> we haven't discussed these with each other, so we don't know if there's going to be any overlap, but That would yeah. be pretty, that would I be don't know. Almost would it be a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. So okay. you can start, Mayor. I'll start? You go. Right. I'm a bit nervous because I'm not entirely sure, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll just start it off. So my, one of the main things I look for in relationships and also really like help strengthen my relationships also, and maintain sorry, it. Also, can I preface <laughs> that in relationships we're talking about like every relationship. Oh yeah. Like this isn't just romantic relationships. Yeah. This is any <laughs> anything. Friendships. Yeah. Um, even like relationships with your co-workers, yes. with your family. I mean you can't really change that but like you know. Anyway. Yeah. So my first one is patience in the sense of like you know not having a temper and well i mean <laughs> a temper is fine but if someone's like <laughs> angry all the time and they're just like raging over the slightest tiny things i cannot be friends with that person mm-hmm. it stresses me out too much and it's just like i find it immature yeah anyway 
but yeah. I am an Aries, so I too have a temper. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also meant patience in the sense of understanding. So like hearing people out and not just, I don't know, quick to judge, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking back on my relationships that I already have and I was like, yeah, everyone's kind of really patient and it's good. That's and good. the people I don't get along with are the rage. The rage <laughs> I miss the rage. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so what's your first one? Well, that kind of leads into mine a bit. Mine is hurt people, hurt people. Oh my god. That is like, I always the have ideology. that. Like, I used to just be like, if someone was mean to me or did anything towards me, I would constantly be in my head being like, what have I done wrong? Yeah, like, what yeah. could I have possibly done that made them act that way towards me? And then mm. I learned hurt people, hurt people. And sometimes is that you've hurt them, so they're hurting you back. But a lot of the times, they're just hurt about other things or stressed about things Mm -hmm. in their own life and they're taking it out on the people around them without realizing and i think that comes into like that rage thing where like some people are just always angry and Mm -hmm. it's normally because they've been hurt in the past or are currently hurting about something people that like take out their frustration on other people when those other people had like nothing to do with it yeah and that That, always happens and it's kind of unavoidable sometimes but yeah when it happens like over and over again yeah and I think everyone has to remember hurt people, hurt people. Like, don't take mm-hmm. it personally if someone is doing something to you like that, which, and you think it has, there's no reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. It probably doesn't have anything to do with you anyway. Exactly. <clears throat> okay, should I go on to my next one? Yeah. This next one is a bit weird. <laughs> and it's not necessarily, well, I mean, it is an ideology, but it is spirituality. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like, they have to be religious because I'm not religious. Yeah. But, like, in a sense that, like, you believe in a higher purpose. Yeah. Or, like, science in the universe. Yeah. Because I feel like there's a lot of people that laugh me off. <laughs> laugh me off? Is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> don't take me seriously when I'm like, oh, this happened for a reason. Or, like, mm. I don't personally believe in God, but I'm like, God won't give me more than I can handle. Yeah. And some people just, like, don't have that mindset at all. And they're just like, okay, that's stupid. Yeah. But I'm like, you just undermine me. No, I also <laughs> am not particularly religious Mm. but i just i believe in something i just don't know what that something is exactly like there is i do think there might there's possibly like a higher power like something making things happen for Mm. people but anyway like yeah yeah. it's i was gonna say (laughs) i just don't know what it is yet exactly and i don't know of course there's downsides that when people are like using that to i don't know not really using it to explain their behavior but just sort of i don't know yeah, no, some people do use it as a bit of an excuse. Mm. They're like, yeah. Well, it's like out of my hands. I couldn't have done anything to avoid it, but it's like. Well, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't punch that person in the face. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you could have not done Stuff that. Stuff like of that. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my next one is that humans are problem solvers. Whoa. So this is something That's a good I actually yeah. learned on another podcast I was listening to. <gasps> and it basically really opened my mind. And mm. it kind of links to hurt people hurt people but it's not exactly the same it's the same ideology but not exactly the same so basically humans are innately problem solvers like we are constantly looking for problems to solve and there's two different ways that we go about it if we can't solve a problem so sometimes problems can't be solved and they're actually out of our hands and we genuinely can't do anything about it and so as a way to like deflect Mm -hmm. and like reduce the stress of that we 
find other problems right. in other things around oh, us. Oh, that makes so much sense, actually. Yeah. yeah. Like, we find problems that actually... We're, like, literally creating problems and mm-hmm. making problems for ourselves because we're trying to, like, forget about the fact that there is this bigger thing going on that we actually is completely out of our control. Yeah, definitely. And then another, like, lower-scale version of that is, for example, I do this all the time, but if I have an assignment to do, which isn't a problem I can't solve, I can 100% do that, (laughs) but I just... To push it off, I can't just lie on my phone, like, watching TikTok, scrolling mm-hmm. through that, because I'll constantly be thinking about this yeah, thing I have yeah. to do. So I find other things to mm-hmm. solve, I guess, instead, like, cleaning my room. Like, I do that's that a problem that I need. Yeah, mm. exactly. As soon as I'm stressed, I'm like, I've got to clean the entire house. Yeah. I've got to, like, wipe down the individual, like, Literally, fan blades. Because you need to like, feel productive, <laughs> yeah. but without doing that thing that is, like, stressing you out mm-hmm. so much kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good thing to, like especially in relationships if someone is nitpicking on you and like always trying to find something wrong with what you're doing Mm -hmm. and you just honestly don't see anything or especially if it came out of the blue and they've never really done that before and it's never been a problem before just like think do they have a bigger problem going on in their life right now they're trying to solve like Like, yeah they're trying to solve or they can't get through because it's out of their hands like that is like sorry to interrupt no i forget what it's called is it like maslow's hierarchy of needs but it's like Obviously, it's a different thing, but it's like mm. the triangles. Like the bottom, you've got like, uh, what is it? Things you need to survive. It's yeah. like shelter, food, and at the very top is like, well, sort of the towards the top is like love from like other people in like yeah. personal relationships. I kind of think it's like that sort of ladder thing. Like you've got to solve the smaller, the basics. yeah, the basic yeah. problems, and then you can move on to the bigger ones. Yeah which is, like, m- have more importance. You could say I don't know. Yeah, and but it's also just like cleaning my room is a lot easier than doing. An assignment. <laughs> so, but I'll still get that satisfaction of like productivity yeah. from it. So, yeah, anyway, I think that's a really good one to mm, think about when definitely. other people like start getting on your nerves, like getting yeah. on your back about things. Think about like they probably have something in their life that they can't solve and they're trying to find a problem in you. I like that yours all about like this is why other people are acting this way to like understand <laughs> other people. But I'm like, I don't like it when people do this <laughs> and when people do that to me. But I'm like, they're both valid. I've got to look after number one. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for me to go? Yeah, I'm ready. One? I'm ready. This one. Also, you also have like such catchy phrases, but I was just like <laughs> half awake going like, uh. <laughs> I, <laughs> anyway, so my last one, and I think this is the best one. I kind of have like an epiphany, mm-hmm. but it's kind of ba- really basic. Yeah. So it's just simple. They bring out the best in me. And this is because there are some people in my life that I really don't like the way I act around them. Mm-hmm. And I used to blame that on myself, being like, oh, I'm such a terrible person because I'm, like, yeah. acting a certain way. I'm, like, kind of what you said, like, I'm taking out my frustration on things they're doing rather than focusing on, like, what's making me feel that way in the first yeah. place. But then I was also, like, it's not all up to me. That's true. It can be other people who don't respect, like, not exactly boundaries, but just, like, things I've told them. So I guess, like, boundaries they don't listen to, like... <laughs> what I'm trying to say yeah. and that just is what's causing me to act out that way like they're not being understanding yes exactly yeah. so I would say that the best in me is like I don't know when I'm like playful and when I'm thinking about others mm-hmm. because recently there's been people I hang out with and I'm just realizing I'm being really selfish I'm thinking about how they're affecting me yeah and how they're making me feel like oh I'm so annoyed with them like I don't want to hang out with them that sort of thing yeah but like when I actually enjoy see I told you it sounds so basic yeah <laughs> no but yeah no that's but, like, so true when I enjoy hanging out with someone when I'm like this relationship is actually like benefiting me yeah I'm a much better person I think yeah and I'll like hear them out I don't know hard to explain yeah no but, I get yeah. that there are definitely people in my life where I like 
definitely gain something mm-hmm. from that That's, relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. and others I don't mm-hmm. and but then I also like I had this where like it was very black and white like I have like a bunch of friends you aren't like serving purpose in my life mm-hmm. I don't need you in your life kind of thing or you are and I do want you in my life but then I had to look at it at a, like a, a kind of like a more basic level yeah. and go but this person's in my life for this kind of thing. Exactly, and this person's like in my reasons. life for this kind mm-hmm. of thing. And they don't all need to be, like, there for, like, every single problem mm-hmm. in my life. Like, 100%. they don't all need to be exactly... Yeah. For, like, yeah. and your entire... Yeah, like, some friends are just fun friends. And mm-hmm. some friends you have, like, a deep and meaningful with. Yeah. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes we get too caught up in, like, being, like well, if I can't have a deep meaningful with them, then they're not a good yeah. enough friend. But yeah. that's not necessarily true. Exactly. And I thought I read something else as well where it's like, I don't necessarily believe it, but it's like anytime someone annoys you, it's a mirror. So like the things that they do to annoy you is what actually annoys you about yourself. Uh-huh. I'm like, I can kind of see that, but on the other hand, I, <laughs> there's like I other think... instances where it's not true, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so for example, I was thinking like, if I think about some things that people do to annoy me, I'm like, okay but it's causing me to act out and be a bad person that's why I don't like hang out with them because yeah. it makes me act yeah like <laughs> not the yeah. nicest not that I'm saying I'm like a huge bitch to everyone yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just meant I'm not like the best I can be yeah and I just feel like in terms of like the deep and meaningful kind of stuff there are some friends that I feel like sometimes you misread it I don't know mm. if this is worthy of being a podcast but um <laughs> I think that some friends I've tried to have deep and meaningful with misread it like not misread it that they're not someone I can trust with that information, but more that they're not going to give me the response that I want to right, hear. Yeah. And then I'll get annoyed at them. Mm-hmm. And then, but then I have to reflect and be like, well, like they can't read my mind. Like yeah. they don't know exactly what I want yeah, to yeah. From now on, this just isn't the person that I've mm. got to come to with this kind of information. Yeah, you, you like have to remember that no single person like knows everything about you. Like no, no one can ever know what the inside of your head is like. Exactly. So you can't expect them to like say the exact right yeah. thing you want to hear. <laughs> and it's like, this sounds really bad because I'm talking about other actual people, but it's like trial and error. Like mm-hmm. you've just got to try someone out and then move on if yeah. they don't. <laughs> or just keep them, I don't want to say for another purpose, but you know, like that can be the person you have fun with, not the person you have like deep chats with. Yeah, exactly. Or that person you have deep chats with, but you don't necessarily like have a good time with them. <laughs> yeah, like you don't laugh that much, mm. but like you really get each other yeah, on yeah. a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Alright, what's your last one? Um, so my last one is that love languages are important in both platonic and romantic relationships. Yeah. It's not like everyone when they get into a romantic relationship just goes like, oh like talks about the love language. Mm-hmm. Like my love language is words of affirmation. Right. But that's not just like I don't know, I just feel like it's not just applicable to romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Like I like it when my friends tell me that I'm yeah. doing good stuff, like mm-hmm. that I'm doing well in life and whatever and the same with like and that goes for all of them like even physical touch like some friends like are really big huggers mm-hmm. and like for them that's like not me though show- <laughs> what did we say we like we hugged like once and I'm, like- yeah literally <laughs> that's like how you show affection yeah and how you like to receive it mm. that's when i was able to understand that that's really like what the love because i never really got love languages and yeah. i was like okay some people are really big affectionate and i'm not so that's why we don't yeah. mesh our love languages but then some people are and i'm like oh yeah. that's what makes sense yeah i like couldn't understand it for yeah. ages. exactly and i also think another interesting thing is i always got confused with love languages because i'm like if words of affirmation is mine mm-hmm. does that mean that i'm meant to be good at giving it or i like yeah. receiving it or both because mm. i know that i like receiving it but am i meant 
but I'm not very good at giving it. Yeah. Like, I'm horrible <laughs> at giving it, but am I meant to be? I don't know. Yeah. And, like, Jake's love language, for example, is physical touch. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, so if we have an argument, he really just wants a hug. Right. But if we've had an argument, I do not. Like, yeah, I just want to be yeah. left alone. So that's where we clash a bit. Oh. But we've... Kind the of. uncomplimentary love language yeah you should break up <laughs> <laughs> but that's honestly the only thing we've but like because we've actually done like love language tests together and whatever oh we um sorted that out so basically that's if, what it's useful for i always brush them off like oh it's fake psychology yeah but like it actually no. is useful like even if he's mad at me he still wants a hug right. from me whereas if i'm mad at him like yeah, that's like, the last thing i want like i do not like i just want to be left touch alone me. yeah literally so i think i've just had to learn to compromise because when if he's mad at me because obviously i wouldn't want that mm-hmm. i think well he doesn't yeah. want me to go near him but you just have to like learn like, about other people his love yeah yeah because i guess in my head it would make sense that if you're in an argument you wouldn't want to like yeah hug somebody yeah but that's because i don't have physical touch as a yeah love neither do i so mm. like you just have to like learn and adapt for the people around you. And do you believe that thing where it's like love languages, like what your love language is, is what you lacked in childhood? Because I was thinking about it, I was like, it kind of matches up. Oh like, yeah, mine definitely matches mm, up. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I was constantly looking for compliments. My mm, whole childhood, yeah. I was like fishing for them. I was like <laughs> doing all the right possible things. Like mm. my mom always tells me I was like a dream child. Like yeah. I never had a tantrum. Like I was great. Um, and she says that about Poppy as well. But I genuinely think I went out of my way to do those things, waiting for someone to, to tell me that was a really good thing yeah. you did. And I don't think I ever got that. So. Oh my God. It's so sad to say that loud. <laughs> I know. But I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but the other day at work, my manager literally just said to me like, May, you did a really good job today. And I almost started crying. Oh my God. Because I, I was like... I really cry every time someone tells me I'm doing well. Yeah. I tear up. They said, thank you so much for today. You've done such a great job. You really helped me out. And I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> like, do not start crying. And I was like, okay, something's wrong. But then I, I thinking back, I'm like, yeah, I kind of did the same thing. I've tried to like, I never acted out or anything. No. Because I thought someone would say like, oh, you've been such like a good girl or something. But yeah, ew, good girl. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I guess we were just doing the bare minimum mm. as children, as like. And then the you're... troubled children, they yeah. get all the compliments when they actually act. Yeah. Well. I know. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember in primary school, like, <gasps> yeah, learning about. What was it? I can't remember what it was called, but it was like passive or I don't know, like teachers actually telling us this. Mm-hmm. And we're like little kids. We're honestly, we're not going to be doing anything out of the good of our heart. Like yeah. we want someone to tell us, well done. Mm-hmm. Like that's what kids want. Mm-hmm. And I remember them being like, if there's rubbish in the yard, um, there are three types of people. The person who ignores it. Oh my God, yeah, The person yeah. who picks it up and puts it in a bin. <laughs> And then asks, tells the teacher they did it because they're oh, looking I remember that. for a compliment. Yep. Or they just put it in the bin and leave it because they've done their good deed. They don't need anyone yeah. to tell them. And I was like, oh my God, I'm the person who looks for a compliment. And then I thought that was an awful, yeah. like a bad thing. A bad trait to have. Yeah. But no, it shouldn't be bad to like want to be complimented. No, <laughs> like, like obviously you should do good things mm-hmm. regardless of whether someone watches you do them. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Just as a child, I didn't think that was a very good lesson to teach. No, yeah. Now that I think back on it, that's really messed up. Yeah. Especially because I was thinking about this as well, but in primary school, do you remember when they would have like, so I don't know, but like we'd be like the kind of quiet, like well behaved. Yeah, yeah. We definitely were. And then if there's ever a student that was like acting out, they'd be like, go sit next to May or like go sit next to her to like yeah. focus on their work. Yeah. I was like, why is it my responsibility to look after this yeah. troubled child? And especially because like I was like the youngest in my class. Yeah. I'm like, I'm seven. Why am yeah. I looking after this guy who's like nearly a four year old, like older than me? <laughs> 
and I have to teach him to like just do his work and be quiet I'm like yeah do your job you're a teacher yeah. like <laughs> I know when I have children like anything they do mm. I'm just gonna be like well done you know really good, good job. job yeah good job. they become the most egotistic children yeah. ever <laughs> like, I know there's a fine line like yeah. you don't really know because then what if they but get I don't upset want, yeah. they don't get enough compliments from other people they're like oh my mom always says like I but I also best. don't want them to cry when they do get a compliment yeah <laughs> <laughs> or it was embarrassing <laughs> I, like, I can't think of an instant like specifically but that has definitely happened to me before mm-hmm. it, it was yesterday it was last night yeah oh it's it's really like because oh, another thing i realized about that is that i was really bad at accepting compliments too because mm. he's done it this is a new manager so he would be like well done today may or like thank you so much you've like done so much work mm. and i would be like a bit like offended because i'd be like does he think that i don't do enough normally work do yeah like, like normally yeah. do enough work so i'd be like is he condescending like saying because yeah. i don't know i work in retail so it's not like the hardest job in the world yeah. but like he'd be and I was like no he's just genuinely being nice like I'm just not used to people complimenting me yeah. so I was like oh my god this just messed me up yeah and mine are always specific types of compliments like mm. if someone says oh like you like I like your dress or something like that that doesn't really get to me yeah that's superficial mm-hmm. but if someone is like complimenting me on my character yeah. that's when I get yeah really emotional <laughs> this is even a bit of a gross one I'm like I'm hesitant to say it in the podcast <laughs> we can cut but, it out if you change yeah. your mind <laughs> but do you remember the time when I was at the dentist mm. and then they had like they like opened my mouth and stuff and she's like good girl Maya and I was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was hesitant to say it because it's kind of good <laughs> but I was like wow <laughs> kind of had an emotion over there <laughs> that's very funny this is how much I lack compliments in my life <laughs> the dentist <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> On that Let's note. Let's just compliment everybody. That's, I think, oh, that, I don't think I can. <laughs> let's make that a challenge this week. Yes. For us to compliment. Actually, I don't really know. Like, but do you sound super weird? Weird, yeah. <laughs> because people often will be like, oh, do you know what? I got a compliment the other day and mm. I was drunk, so I didn't actually cry about it. Right. But I saw. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> and she was behind the bar like, out the back like mm-hmm. smoking a vape whatever and um i like stopped and was like well, hi whatever and we were chatting i never would have done this but I had yeah. a few drinks. and we were chatting for ages and then she was like telling me about all the awful people whatever but she was like oh my god your skin is glowing and i was like wow stop because i am like hate my skin at the moment oh, right and so that was like but it does look really nice today yeah well, I've got but anyway that was a yeah that was a compliment that i appreciated and probably could have potentially because that's not superficial as in like an item of clothing yeah like, that's you with skincare yeah it's like you and also like you put in well you put an effort to like yeah mm. to look good i had to put effort like this good <laughs> <laughs> and also because like i don't know she was kind of one of like the cooler people in the she school, was I guess. a cool person yeah so you're Clear like skin it means all more. the time mm. tanned british british <laughs> she was cool yeah anyway. well moving on from our ideologies um yeah. Now, this is basically... That's all we wanted to speak about this podcast, essentially. But another segment we want to include every week is our recommendation of the week. Right. So, the recommendation could be anything from, like, movies, music, books. I don't know. We don't read a lot these days. No, we don't. Too <laughs> we busy. We used to. Yeah. I've been reading the Gossip Girl books, though, and they're actually insane. Oh, are insane. books of them? Yeah, yeah. Were but, they originally books? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. But they're so mental anyway that's not my recommendation <laughs> my recommendation is hosier's <laughs> new ep that came out last friday called <laughs> eat your young now hosier i'm always like yeah he's good but is he like that good mm. these three songs came out i was like oh my god like having a life-changing experience I'm like, i don't think i could me. even tell you what a hosier song is no well take me to church oh <laughs> like, yeah i got you, got you but i hate that song yeah 
anyway, that was yeah. mine. So my recommendation of the week is a movie. <laughs> I actually had to watch this in my film studies class and I loved it. I teared up a few times, but it was actually really like a happy movie. Oh yeah. Um it happy was tears. called Yeah, it was called Boy and it's like a New Zealand movie and it was directed by I don't know how to say this, but Taika oh, Waititi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved it. Like mm. I loved it. It was like about this boy and it's actually about relationships, so interpersonal <gasps> as well. Um, it was just this boy and he his mum died giving birth to his younger brother and like his dad left after that. Cause, oh my god. And so it's basically he in his head, his dad's just left and gone to jail because he's like a bit of a dud. But <laughs> in this little boy's head, like his dad's the best person ever and he's gone off to war, he's gone travelling, like he's doing all these cool things and he's just waiting for him to come back. So and sad. he does come back at the start of the movie and um he just thinks he's amazing but slowly he realizes that oh, he's no. not like this amazing person yeah. that he thought him out to be. But it's really emotional, but it's a really good movie. I loved it. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like that, I don't know, when it's like yeah. Like sibling you always, it's hard because that happens. I think that happens to most people growing up. Mm. When you're young, you like idolize your parents. Like mm-hmm. you genuinely think they're great. And as you get older, you're like, Actually, not, you don't realize they're like idiots. Like they're yeah. not bad people, but you just realize that they're not. <laughs> it sounds really bad. Maybe we shouldn't put this in the podcast. <laughs> but you just realize that they're not like as amazing as you had them in your head. Yeah. Which is kind of sad for the parents, I feel like. I know. That would be crazy. I'm going to be the amazing parent. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally speaking to my parents the other night because they were asking about my plans after uni. And yeah. I was like, I'm kind of just chilling at the moment. Yeah. And then I was saying, I was trying to make the point that I wouldn't mind necessarily working like part-time jobs or like jobs that are perceived as like lesser. Because yeah. like, at least I'm having fun and I'm yeah. happy. Yeah. And like, I don't have to be the richest. I mean, it'd be nice to yeah. have money, but I don't have to be like the most rich person in the world as long as I've got my own place. Like, yeah. I'm fine. But then my parents really disapproved of that. They're like, why have we been working so hard if you're not going to, like, rise above, like, oh, yeah. like, I don't know, status, whatever. Yeah, but that puts a lot of pressure on you. Yeah, then. and I was like, and they've done that my whole life. So I was like, well, why should I have to do that? Like, yeah, exactly. Didn't ask for this. You chose your life, I'm choosing my exactly. life. Exactly. Yeah. But it's the first time they'd said it, like, well, my dad. Without just time. alluding to it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That was about a movie. Anywho. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, this is the end of our podcast. Oh my god. Episode one. Um, we want to thank everybody for listening. Yes, thank and you so much. We're so nervous. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> in future episodes, we're basically going to have a topic every week. So we're going to do romantic relationships, friendships, sibling dynamics, etc. Um, but everything you can think of that's interpersonal. Yes, which is exactly. everything in the world. And then when we run out of interpersonal things, we'll <laughs> talk about it. How to personal? How to personal? Um, but yeah, that's... we're gonna have guests in. Yeah, our are. friends, no celebrities because no. we don't have that clout. We don't have that those contacts. Yeah, yet, so maybe one day we will. <laughs> I'm getting hosier on the next podcast. <laughs> so let us know if there's anything in particular you want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. We'll take. You know, we're not the best at giving advice. No, but... But actually, we're pretty good. We're pretty good. We're actually... Like, I feel like people come to me for advice. Yes. Do people go to you for advice? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. People people call me wise. They call me wise. I don't see that, but (laughs) if that's how I'm perceived, sure. Yeah, well, regardless, um, this is it. We'll be here every week. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. See you next week. Yeah, see you next week.